Hey there, welcome back to the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy plant-based lifestyle. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to be talking about some something that has become quite popular as of late, and that is bowl meals. That's B-O-W-L. <laughs> it seems like every fast food joint and chain restaurant nowadays has at least one bowl on their me- menu. So you've probably seen Southwestern fajita bowl or Asian fusion bowl or the breakfast smoothie bowl and so or on. pizza bowl. Oh, pizza no, that's bowl. Laverne and Shirley's. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to share some of the benefits of this style of meal. Plus, we're going to dive into how to construct a tasty, balanced meal in a bowl. And I should say we consulted with our super group of uh, our private, uh, or it's a closed Facebook mm-hmm. group called the Peas and Carrots Society. If you are not part of this awesome, what did somebody call it? The Cool Kids? The Cool Kids. The Cool Kids. Apparently Please we called it that first. And I don't remember that. But yeah, some several people who, when they, they joined and I accepted their request, said, ah, I'm part of the Cool Kids Club now. Okay. <laughs> now see, here's the power of this group. I put out a question just saying, hey, I think we're going to d- be doing a, an episode on this. What are some of your favorite meals? And you just get a ton of engagement from this group uh, mm-hmm. about what some of their favorite meals are with links and recipes and all sorts of things. So this is why it's so great to be part of this group because they're very interactive and really share a lot of tips So if with each other. So if you are not part of this group and you would like to be, please head out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen and submit a request to join. Larissa will check you out to make sure you're not a... Ray-Ban selling porn slewing uh, <laughs> individual. <laughs> and uh, if you are not, then we will gladly approve you. And here's the other power of this group is it has finally allowed me to be grouped amongst the cool kids. <laughs> I was not a cool kid. Lewis is very fascinated with this. She's like, cool kids. I like this. I'm a cool kid. <laughs> I get to sit at the cool table at lunch. Awesome. <laughs> All right, but first, we have a new rating. That's awesome from Sarah Loves Beets. Sarah Loves Beets, and I don't envy Sarah. I don't like beets. I like beets, as long as they're pickled. I don't like them. I, I like them pickled. Yeah, no, I, I'm just not a fan. Uh, but uh, the, So Sarah's review is from um, April 28th of 2016, and she says, listen to this. Did I get it? Did I do a good emphasis? I think so. Listen to this. <laughs> She says, just a great podcast. Sarah's the one that's going to have to tell you that. I guess. So Sarah, tell me, (laughs) did I do a good job? Listen to this. Uh, So Sarah says, just a great podcast. If you're a veggie or not, I think you can get really tasty tips and ideas. I'm not a vegetarian, but I would love to be. This show lets me know there's hope for me, even though I haven't worked up the motivation to go cold turkey, so to speak. They are entering... Uh, entertaining entertaining (laughs) they're entertaining and pleasant to listen to definitely appreciate the non-judgmental aspect if you like food this podcast is worth your time awesome i think most people like food i think so yeah and you know way to go way to go uh sarah because you know I, i think it's it's as we've said before it's not all or nothing so don't looking at it as cold turkey i think with anything whether you're on a whether you're trying to improve your diet or whether you're trying to just change any bad habit if you look at it as 
all or nothing, you're more than likely to not succeed at that. Whereas if you just start to change a little bit here and there, like let's just say next next week, I'm going to have vegetarian all for every breakfast. breakfast right. Or if you're not even there yet, Monday, every mm-hmm. Monday breakfast is going to be vegetarian. Mm-hmm. That's just a step in the right direction before you know it. You just you you get there and before you might not even recognize that you or or right away mm-hmm. recognize that you actually are more vegetarian than you thought you were. Right. So, exactly. Little steps. All right. Way to go, Sarah. Listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready to move into the main topic? All right. Let's do it. So uh, so bowls. They are all the rage. All the rage. And we're not talking about a bowl haircut or a... <laughs> The, My cousin the, had uh, one of those. Football bowl. Or <laughs> <laughs> you did. Uh, <laughs> you already knew who I was talking yeah, about. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's not the kind of bowl we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about meals that you just eat in. It's all together in one bowl. It's just all the awesome stuff in one bowl. So while I was reaching, researching this episode, I saw this explanation in an article uh, online and it it was basically it said that plates require presentation while bowls are utilitarian or functional. So, you know, I mean, if you think about it, I, I would wager I would I would hazard a guess that bowls are a lot have been around a lot longer than plates. Whether we call them bowls or not, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? That so, kind of vessel, right. I mean, obviously bowls have been around forever, but I mean well. <laughs> the bowl is a meal. Yeah. What, what? No. Well, I'm talking about bowls, like specifically bowls, like the pla- like the like the, like the yeah. I mean, uh, what do you call it? The, the dish? The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, I mean, I think that there was a need for bowls a lot, lo- a lot sooner than for plates. You know. You oh, know I, mean? I got gotcha. you. Know okay, I, mean? I, I see what you're saying. So yeah. bowls are very utilitarian. Yeah. And um, so you know, and of course you can use bowls. You have you need to use bowls for holding foods that just don't work well on a plate, like soup. <laughs> Try putting cereal on a plate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah like cereals, uh, applesauce, pudding, anything that's not really solid probably goes better in a bowl. Uh, but there's you can use them for a lot more, like entire balanced meals. Yeah, so just a quick note here, though, that just because your meal is in a bowl doesn't necessarily imply one bowl preparation as opposed to one bowl recipes, which actually do. So when you hear like one pot or one Mm -hmm. bowl, those are usually, oh, you just dump them all in one bowl. But this doesn't necessarily imply that. Right. Yeah, no, with uh, these bowl meals, uh, a lot of times it's, it's combining prepared ingredients so preparing ingredients separately so if you have a bowl that has maybe like quinoa and uh, black beans and you know salsa and other things you know you cook the quinoa separately you cook the black beans separately and then you present them or you combine them you know in the way that you want in this bowl and add whatever um tasty toppings or whatever it is that you like to kind of complete that. So it's different than say if you're making like a one pot chili where you just literally get a pot, you dump all this stuff in there, turn it on, cook it for, you know, an hour and it's done. Right. So what are some of the benefits of bowl meals? Why well, are, why are these appealing to folks? Well, I mean, one, it's flexible. You can you can design bowl meals, I mean, foods for like any meal. I mean, breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, you can do dessert ones um so 
I mean, you could even do snacks if you're thinking of like, like you do sometimes with Greek yogurt and uh, fruit. Uh, fruit, and you could add granola, you could add, you know, coconut, anything like that. You still haven't gotten on the Greek yogurt yet, right? No, I, you know, I'll tell you what, though, <laughs> if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I accomplished something um, pretty remarkable. I managed to make a smoothie that tasted exactly like the barium that they make you drink when you have an upper GI. <laughs> I That's a win not. in your book? <laughs> I, I didn't say it was a win. I said it was remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm remarking on it. It was absolutely And awful. she goes, you want to taste it? And I said, uh, no. <laughs> you didn't that actually is... taste it? No. Oh, it was awful. No. It was it was Greek yogurt. And I You asked I me if I wanted to, and I said, recipe. no. With that sort of setup, you think I would want to? This tastes exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, I mean, I follow the recipe, just like it said. But, you know, it was Greek yogurt and strawberries and, uh, like... Uh, honey and uh, something, several other things, and it was just absolutely awful. Well, I, made I don't know what you did with it. I myself drink half of it yeah. just because I felt bad for wasting it. But I was like, okay, I, either either I throw the rest of it out or I down it and then go right to the hospital and get myself <laughs> X-rayed. Well, see, I I like the Greek yogurt. The ingredients you mentioned, I think it was just in the smoothie that it was just uh, it, too much. If you made it yeah i think it, it was just very wasn't. chalky and it was very awful yeah so yeah just my tip to you unless you enjoy getting your your bowel scan don't drink it oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay all right <laughs> tmi okay all right so anyway all right so we said flexible right yes Got that all right, and then we got off on some weird tangents. So getting back to <laughs> some benefits. barium tangent. Uh, getting back to benefits. Um, you know, if you plan these as your meals, if you plan bowl type meals, and it sounds so weird, isn't it? Bowl meals, a bowl meal, bowl meal. It just sounds strange, and the more I say it, the worse it gets. Just your stop face saying too. It. Her face. She's I making know. this kind of squinty <laughs> bowl face. Meal. Bowl meals. Uh, anyway, so. It really, they, it can really make your meal planning simple. It really can. As we were, as I was looking through some of the the research too, I I, I thought, wow, we can have bowl meals for every every meal. <laughs> I can't think. Of it. Every time I say it, I'm gonna laugh now. What bowl meals? Bowl meal. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and because think about it, because the base ingredient and the feature ingredients can be interchangeable a lot of times. Yeah, and we'll it talk seems about like you could really take advantage of bulk cooking, mm -hmm. right? You, yeah. So you make some quinoa, you make some beans, you make some mm -hmm. uh, roasted vegetables, you make a bunch of different things, right. and then you can just in interchange them, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in any way you you choose to. Right. It's kind of like the Mr. Potato Head of of meals. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> that's what we ought to title this podcast: the, the Mr. Potato, Potato Head, Head of, of Meals. meals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you probably get sued by Hasbro or whoever makes Mr. Potato Head. Um, all right. So, yeah. And the other thing about this is it can also make it easier to cater to the tastes of multiple people in your household, and also make it easier to manage households in which there are both vegetarians and or vegans and meat eaters because you know you you can yeah. you can customize you can make kind of some things that everybody likes like the rice or noodles or what what have you well, we're talking about fajita bowls right right so you make the beans you make rice you make you have the greens and roasted vegetables maybe mm -hmm. and then you have 
meat for the meat eaters right. or you have tofu for the non-meat eaters uh, right. or you just or have the vegetables or something mm-hmm. right exactly so i mean that and, and we have people ask that in the peas and carrots group sometimes you know well uh especially people who are kind of new to the group and and will say well you know my my husband eats meat or my kids hate vegetables or you know so what can i do how do i do this without cooking five meals three times a day right you know and so this could be a solution to that yeah, and the other thing is it can allow you to cut out some of the typical edible carriers for certain foods, like especially if you're watching carbs. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about low carb or slow carb recently. If you're, let's just say, for example, with uh, sloppy joes, you could leave off the bun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you could have, it could, of course, be vegan or vegetarian mm-hmm. sloppy joes. Like also. the lentil, lentils make lentil, really good Lentil joes. Lentil joes. <laughs> sloppy lentils. <laughs> Um, lentil joe sounds better (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah so you could instead of serving the it on the bun which would be typically the i guess the carrier food for your sloppy joes you can serve it in a bowl over cooked whole grains or with uh i don't think greens would be very good with sloppy joes but no you know whatever whatever you like right Um, even i guess maybe mashed potatoes or even just maybe Cut potatoes, like Cut roasted pota- potatoes. Yeah, that yeah. might be good. Oh, that might be right? good. Yeah, like French fries kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, so then another thing is that you know, having all of your your food in a a single bowl in front of you, kind of touching and commingling with the different colors, textures, and everything, um, can be aesthetically pleasing. You know, as opposed to having it on a plate where each food is like a little clump and there's like little little like uh, dividers of plate showing in between, you know, I mean, that's not as pretty as if you have it all kind of like together and combined. And I know some of the pictures that were posted on the peas and carrots mm-hmm. group were beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you've got those... like rice holding hands with beans <laughs> and, you know, dancing with the salsa and, you know, the romance, the romance. I'll tell you what though. I, I think uh, in all seriousness, I don't think a, a a lot of people put that much into the, like you said, the aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. aspect of food. And I think that's important too, because we like that. And mm-hmm. I think especially as vegetarians and vegans, where a lot of times our food is stereotyped as cardboard mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not tasty looking. I mean, you walk in with a beautiful bowl, mm-hmm. people almost forget, you know, they're, they're not even necessarily caring if it's vegetarian or vegan. It just looks good, right? Right, exactly. All right, so let's start talking about then what, What's the anatomy of a of a bowl meal? <laughs> what, I don't know why that cracks you up so much. I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> Your it's whole like when yeah. you my whole demeanor changes yeah, when I say I, it. it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's awkward for you to say. But um, anyway, so there's there's three basic uh, elements, I guess, that go into this. You've got your base ingredient, you got your featured ingredient, and then you have your all your tasty extras. So we'll go through these kind of layer by layer, if you want to call it that. All right. So let's talk about some of the base ingredients first. Okay. So there's, you know, there's two different types here. You've got savory meals and then you've got like sweet. So, and most breakfast, not most, but most, but not all, um, breakfast would kind of more fall under the sweet side i think um and there are exceptions and i would also say focus on protein with the breakfast yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, you really want to make sure I, I'm a big believer in having some protein in the more. Of, of course we, we, uh, vegetarians and vegans do pay attention to getting their pro- protein from plant-based sources. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important you have protein in the morning. Mm-hmm. And what I saw in the peas and carrots really confirmed that a lot of people had protein rich breakfast bowls. Right, right, exactly. So for savory meals, um, for the base, which is kind of like your foundation, what what everything, I guess, and I, I say goes on top of, but it's not necessarily the case. I mean, you don't have to layer stuff if you want like, you know, your quinoa, and then you want some beans next to that. And you want, you know, it, it just depends on how you like to kind of mix everything up or not mix it. Um, but your base ingredient is like the main uh foundation so for savory meals you can try things like grains so rice or quinoa which is actually a seed but you know who's being that picky we're not (laughs) um barley amaranth don't email us and tell us that's not a grain right (laughs) we We know know. (laughs) oh my god we've been married for a long time haven't we um all right, so grains. Uh, and no- we've been co- podcasting for a long time. Right. <laughs> uh, noodles or other pasta. So noodles, you know, you can use traditional semolina noodles. You can use whole wheat. You can use rice noodles, uh, soba noodles, things like that. Um, greens are a good base, and that's more of like a salad-y type thing. Uh, spiralized veggies, which I've really gotten into lately, as and I do this as a substitute for at least part of the pasta when I when we make like spaghetti or something yeah we tried it for to replace the entire pasta I liked it, it. You and, didn't care well for it. it's not that I didn't care for it it was that it didn't fill me up well that's true so we that's mixed true. it so she made half and half which is still good mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah half and half works mm-hmm. really well so and you can get like carrots zucchini beets sweet potatoes if you're buying them purchased and then of course if you have your own spiralizer you can stick anything in there that'll that'll hold together and spiralize and then there's uh, lentils, beans, chickpeas, mm-hmm. and even things like nochi or po- potato dumplings. Mm-hmm. Potatoes, traditional dumplings can be used as a bowl base as well. Mm-hmm. Then when we think about sweet meals, so we, as you mentioned, Larissa, breakfast and even desserts, oatmeal, yogurt, and breads also, biscuits, pound cake, that kind of thing can be used as base Mm -hmm. a lot of the what i saw posted anyways in our group was yogurt based right Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, okay so then that covers your kind of bases and that's not i mean that's not everything i mean there if there are other things that you can think of that we haven't thought of that you like go for it it's your bowl not my bowl yours. so Um, that's the base that's the background that's the the band now let's talk about the the soloist, the okay. featured ingredient. Okay, <laughs> featured, right. So now for savory meals, and this is where you can kind of even diversify even more. So you can do either hot ingredients or you can even do cold ingredients. So uh, hot ingredients would be things like roasted vegetables or steamed and seasoned vegetables, um, beans and chickpeas and lentils. Again, you can see how some of these are interchangeable, you know, with the the bases. Um, Also potatoes, uh, filled pasta like ravioli or or, um, tortellini, things like that. And then you could go cold. So you could go things like pasta salad or potato salad, green bean salad, egg salad, uh, anything you like like that. Most of all that stuff on that list you don't like. No, none of it. (laughs) Not a single thing. Well, green bean salad, depending on what's in it. Um, But I don't like hard boiled eggs. And so that lets out all the other stuff. (laughs) Blah. All right. Uh, What about for breakfast? 
All right, so breakfast bowls. And I want to try some of the like savory type breakfast bowls. In fact, the one that uh, we'll have as our recipe this week is is a good one. It's a Mexican one, but it has eggs. So mm-hmm. things like eggs, potatoes, um, or would be like savory kind of hot hot ones. And then cold ones, things like oatmeal. Well, oatmeal would be hot too, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't granola. do very well with cold breakfast. For some reason, I just, it doesn't fill me up. Like, so like smoothies cereal. or cereal yeah. does not fill me up. I, I like a hot yeah. breakfast, I think. as Just when you were reading some of that off, I was thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much a hot breakfast. Well, you person. know, and here's the thing. Most cold breakfast, unless it's a smoothie and you add protein powder to it or something, most cold breakfasts are lower in protein. I mean, there's just not a lot. Yeah, but even when I've added my protein powder to it's it, I, it doesn't fill me up. Yeah. No, I think it's something I it's I'm one of those people that has to eat something uh-huh. and typically hot just yeah. is more satisfying. Right. Uh, so then also like granola and fruit would be a good like featured ingredient and that would be good on top of yogurt or even with oatmeal fruit with on, you know, if you use oatmeal as a base, you could do that and then put fruit and, and things like that for your bowl. And then for desserts, uh, the only thing I could think of was like was fruit 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 on top of your your base so you could marinate fruit you could grill it you could use frozen fruit whatever but i i just couldn't think of anything else i was like okay well what else i mean i don't think you want to put like m&ms as your featured ingredient on <laughs> m&ms on pound cake with chocolate sauce yeah whipped cream <laughs> but anyway sauce so yeah what about some tasty extras all right so that is like the toppings that's where you really get to make this your own thing because you know anyone can layer two things in a bowl and eat them like the stuff that we mentioned before you know I mean you can do like rice and beans you can do lentils and chickpeas you can do what whatever I mean anybody what's can your wow factor exactly but yeah you want to customize it with your favorite flavors and textures and everything and that's what makes it really like yours and that's the cool thing about this is it is really a lot easier to do that than if you have like something that's like already prepared in like a big thing, like if, if when you're a kid, when your mom made a big pot of spaghetti, you know, and there's like uh, pasta sauce. And I mean, really, what do you, what else are you going to do to that once yeah. it's already made? Yeah. You know, except pile on a bunch of red peppers like I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you're doing, when you're thinking about your, what to kind of tie everything with the flavors and and textures to tie everything together here you want to think about what you have in your bowl so far so for example if you had rice and beans oh i'd be good with this one because i would definitely probably look at definitely probably i would (laughs) definitely look at adding things like jalapenos Mm -hmm. or mexican flavor with chilies cumin guacamole salsa yeah so you go like the the southwestern mexican uh, give me some raw jalapenos with the seeds still in them i'm in heaven freak (laughs) (laughs) i keep telling you it's because you've eaten that stuff so hot for so many years you have no taste i grew up on that burned them all off okay i gotta tell you a real quick story did i ever tell you the first time i ever had a jalapeno i don't think so okay i was it was a birthday party at my house it must have been about six or seven years old and my grandmother had brought over a big potato salad and all the food was on the table 
And my mom, of course, was shooing us away. Get away. We're going to eat in a little bit. How old were you? I had to be six or seven. I was very young. And I saw the potato salad and it looked like what I thought were pickles on top of it. So I grabbed one and I ran. And of course, my mom didn't see me snag one off the top. And I grabbed it and I ate it. And my mouth was on fire. And I didn't, of course, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to get in trouble. So I went to the restroom and I was like washing my mouth out with water, which made it so much worse. (laughs) And yet somehow I still love jalapenos. Oh my gosh. Maybe in some way that was just, it was like, wow, what was that? (laughs) Never tell you the first time I ate a pickle. I was about 18 months old. I threw up the end. And oh. I was traumatized by 30, for 38 years. <laughs> I the end. I can imagine. Well, now you kind of <laughs> like them though, right? Yeah. It took okay. me 38 years to get oh, over that wow. trauma. That's sad. Yeah. It was sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Getting back to our rice and beans. Uh, yeah. So, Southwestern or Mexican flavors. Or you could go Cajun flavors with like by adding things like cayenne, paprika, garlic, celery, things like that. Or if Indian is your thing, um, top with your favorite curry. Uh, so, you'd have rice and then beans or chickpeas if you, you know, w- w- if you're doing the Indian maybe. And then your favorite curry. Um, and then, uh, okay. So what about if you had like yogurt as your base and then you had granola as your main ingredient? Oh, yeah. And I've, I made something, remember I had a, I was eating this yogurt bowl for a while and I really liked it. That did fill me up because it had some yogurt, but it also had coconut flakes mm-hmm. and then it had some granola. Oh, I remember that. Uh, I had some berries on it. You can add your favorite sweetener. Although to this one, I don't know that I did because I think the granola was a little bit sweet, but you can add honey or agave or molasses, maple syrup, which is also really good. You can sprinkle with your favorite spices like cinnamon or nutmeg. Mm-hmm. That goes really well in oatmeal. And you can add nuts, as I mentioned, also coconut flakes. Mm-hmm. Coconut flakes are really good for you. They've got the really good um, fats. Yeah, you can have mine. <laughs> I know you hate you that. You can have my avocado flakes <laughs> and my coconut flakes and my banana flakes. <laughs> well, I really appreciate this episode be- personally because... This gives me hope with respect to, you know, one thing we've talked about and been very transparent about and a lot of our community has talked about is the struggle with planning meals, right? And especially plant-based meals and our folks that we interact with tend to be very health conscious as well. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to just throw some Captain Crunch in a bowl and add some strawberries to it and call that healthy right i mean i would love to throw some captain crunch in a bowl and call it healthy but i'm not going to because it isn't but i'll tell you i you know with planning we stink yeah we do it, we we have and it's very it's a challenge for yeah. everybody i mean you're talking about people that work we have two podcasts that we manage we have a house full of animals i mean and i can imagine people that you know double working mm, with kids with kids and all yeah. of that so it is very challenging uh so this when i was reading through this i was thinking wow this lends itself to bulk cooking Mm -hmm. and because even when you bulk cook if you don't really think about what you're going to do with it great now you have a big pot of quinoa and you don't know what to do Mm -hmm. with that but if you think in terms of mixing and matching with different things like let's just say we made a big thing of roasted vegetables and then Mm -hmm. we or even bought the frozen right we recently bought some frozen stir fry and you have quinoa you have rice you have different things that you can mix and match 
that gives you hope. Mm-hmm. And you also which, get some variety. Speaking of which, I have a big bowl of, of uh, cooked quinoa, and I don't know what to do with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> do you really? Yeah, we made some. Remember, we had some last yeah, well, night. Yeah, well, see, with now I, patties, I, so. I, hey, guess what? I have some frozen vegetables. Now you know. Well, hey. Because remember, I bought what? some last time we were at the store. Well, let's bag let's of, make them hold hands. Let's do that. In a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> with some salsa. <laughs> and guacamole on mine, not yours. No. <laughs> All right. All right. I th- we must we must be needing to eat because we're getting super. Silly. I think so. I think and the air conditioner is off because oh, usually when we're recording really now here. it's really kind of steamy. So yeah. let's wrap this up with uh-huh. the recipe of the week. Okay. Which now. is brought to you by. Brought to you by the, the Peas, Peas and, and Carrots Society. Society. What up, Peas and Carrots? <laughs> and specifically, uh, Peas and Carrots member, and I'm not sure if she would consider herself more of a pea or a carrot, but uh, Jen Morsh, uh, who posted this recipe a couple of days ago, and I thought it was very appropriate. She, This is a recipe from Cookie and Kate, which is a website that I love, and I know a lot of our members love as well. And it's Tex-Mex breakfast bowls. And what Jen posted in the group when she um, mentioned it is she said, Cookie and Kate's latest post is a really awesome looking breakfast bowl. Just wanted to let everyone know I plan to make it soon. So and I'm sure she'll let us know when she does make it, how it turned out. Uh, But I've got the link to the Cookie and Kate blog that has the recipe and it does look really good. It has scrambled eggs and or, or, you know, if you're vegan, you'd make it with uh, tofu and then lots of Mexican seasonings. And I I don't remember, but I think it has black beans uh, or refried beans, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't remember. We are having bowls for dinner tonight. I know it. Oh, yes, we are. I'm very inspired right now. Do you put food in them or is it just the bowl? (laughs) I'm going to put food in mine. You can, you decide. Well, and that, that uh, segues very nicely into our quote of the week. The quote this week comes from Fran Lebowitz, who said, food is an important part of a balanced diet. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true, though. And I'll tell you, because I saw a quote recently where... Uh, I don't remember who said it, but it said, the problem is we don't have food. We have food-like substances Mm. that we pass off as food. And it had a picture of like a junk food aisle, like a chips aisle or something. And it's so true. I I was uh, listening to something recently. It was another, it was a podcast, I think, where the... um, the person talking was saying that our bodies don't know what to do with some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So they store it as fat mm-hmm. and it, we don't get the nutrition that we need. And hence a lot of us are actually malnutritioned, even mm-hmm. though we're obese, you know? Right. right so. exactly. All right. So what's the question this week, Larissa? All right. Vicky, do you bowl? <laughs> do you bowl? <laughs> <laughs> do you bowl at home? Uh, do you, hey, there's a movie theater. Just answer that my own building. question, by the way. I said, what's the question, Larissa? Do you bowl? Yeah. There's a movie theater that they're building now with a bowling alley in it. So how cool is that? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with the question. I was no. Just, <laughs> just we don't bowl at home, but we could bowl at the movies. <laughs> All right. So the question, do you make bowl meals at home? Bowl meals. Uh, or do you seek them out on menus when you're dining out? And uh, what are your, some of your favorite types of bowls? Please share. Uh, pictures are awesome too. And of course, please, uh, if you're if you're part of the Peas and Carrot Society, uh, we'd love to see your picture and also the recipe. People are always going to mm-hmm. ask you about the recipe, so yeah. you might as well just include it with the picture. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and after this, as- uh, after this episode is done, I'm going on a bowl boycott. I am not going to say the word bowl for about... I don't know, week and a half. Why is that? I don't know, because it's annoying. Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Meal I bowl. I don't get it. Meal bowl. 
<laughs> All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 